0: Chapter Eight of A Little Book of Saint Francis and His Brethren. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Susan Warren. Sebattis, Maine A Little Book of St. Francis and His Brethren by E. M. Wilmot Buxton Chapter 8 How St. Francis Taught Brother Leo The Secret of Perfect Joy Now once on a time it happened that Francis set out to walk with Brother Leo from the hill city of Perugia to the convent of St. Mary of the Angels. And as they went along the high hill road, there came upon them a bitter wind
1: and a very
0: heavy fall of snow. And Brother Leo, as he walked in front, was fain to shiver and complain of the cruel cold. Now when Francis saw that his countenance was sad and his steps heavy in their going, he cried after him and said, O brother Leo, even if the brothers minor should make the blind to see, the lame to walk and the deaf to hear, and even to raise one from the dead, remember that in all this there is not perfect joy. But Brother Leo only grunted, for he was cold and heavy of heart. After a little while Francis cried to him again, Oh, Brother Leo, if the Friars Minor knew all that was in the world, all books and languages and science, and the scriptures not to speak of the secrets of men's souls be it known that in all this there is not perfect joy but brother leo only shook his head and sighed for he was colder than ever and very weary after they had gone a little further francis called again oh brother leo thou little sheep of god if the friar's miners spoke with the tongues of angels and knew all the secrets of the earth of birds and beasts and fishes of men and trees and stones and waters know that not in this will be found perfect joy But Brother Leo only looked upon the ground, for his feet were frozen, and his heart was sad. Then once again, after a little space, Francis called aloud, Oh, Brother Leo, even if the Friars Minor were to preach so well that they should convert the whole world, yet know that therein is not. Perfect joy. Now, when they had covered more than two miles of the high hill road in the discourse, Brother Leo began to be astonished and to wonder what he meant. So he called over his shoulder to Francis and said, I pray thee tell me, Father, for God's sake, wherein is perfect joy? And Francis answered and said, Suppose that we come to St. Mary of the Angels, soaked with snow, frozen with cold, hungry and weary, and that when we knock eagerly at the door, the porter shall come and say in an angry voice, Who may you be? Suppose that when we reply, We are two of the brothers, he should say, You lie. You are too good-for-nothing beggars who are known to steal the bread of the poor, get along with you, and should slam the door in our face. Then, if we should bear that patiently, and going into the wind and snow, should think humbly that after all the porter had but truly described us, then, O brother Leo, we should have found the secret of perfect joy." And if we should return and knock again, and weeping beg him to open to us for the love of God, and if he should cry out angrily, I will pay these rascals what they deserve, and rush out with a great stick, and seize us by the hoods, and roll us in the snow, and beat us well. Then, if we bear all this with patience, thinking of the pains of the blessed Jesus, and all that he bore for us, Then, O Brother Leo, know that there is perfect joy. For he who has learned to conquer himself and to bear all pain and grief willingly for the love of dear Christ has found the secret of perfect joy. And then did Brother Leo understand, so that he complained no more within himself, but walked on gladly through the snow and wind, till he reached that journey's end. End of Chapter 8 Recorded by Susan Morin Sebattis, Maine